0: hello everybody what is this video
1: hey everybody this is the adafruit show and tell this is the place where everybody comes to show off their awesome projects that they're working on maybe it be your workers space or your kids project or any artwork or any three d printing sewing wearables everything is game let's go ahead and take a couple of minutes to show off all the awesome work that you guys are working on we'll start off with kevin from diddy key
2: and Hey, I have a guest with me today. This is my daughter, Avery. So today, she Hello, wanted everybody. to start talking about the upcoming holiday, which is Valentine's Day. So we're going to show you a little bit about the project she's working on. So let's get started. Yeah. What did you do here? Um,
3: I so we cut a hole, and then it wasn't big enough for the box the bucket and then we cut a bigger hole and then it it was perfect and then we dug our hands into it and put on the um the stuffing yeah we took our st- the stuffing and then we did there. that eye and then we did this so it lights up when you drop it in
2: so this was programmed with the yay hey. The circuit playground express and she programmed it with MakeCode, code, which is such a fun block based editor for kids to use. It was really cool. And then the eyes.
3: <laughs> so
2: that what is do we so do? With the
3: eyes? So we used the um, monster mask and put it in because it there's a the hole was already open, so we put it in with the
4: hole in the hole.
2: And then her favorite color is purple. I don't know if you'll be able to see this, but the eyes twinkle and they're purple.
3: We wanted to make them um these things
4: hearts.
2: We want. We still might do a little tweaking to make some more hearts to it. But this is her Valentine's project. Started out a little fluffy teddy bear. Now it's a cooler fluffy teddy bear. <laughs>
1: Uh, that is so cute. That is such a great idea. I love how you didn't even have to split the monster mask eyes apart. It like, fits perfect, it, like it was designed to fit inside of a bear. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it works perfect. Effect.
2: And you know the, the convex lenses that you guys, or that Adafruit cells we have on oh, DigiKey as well. So oh, putting okay. the convex yeah, lens, it just it. makes that's the good. eyes look so much more real.
1: Yeah, Yeah. you were saying that it makes it look the uh, little shine reflection effect, makes it look like it's real. <laughs> And I love yeah. the purple shader that's on there. Yeah, that's great.
0: Uh, so oh, cute. I know, definitely a lot, lot more
5: cooler way. than
1: the Valentine's that we had. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. And
6: you well, get to use like, to the extra course. batting oh. that
2: was inside the bear. <laughs> yeah, of course. yeah, we'll have to do something right. with that, won't we? All the Maybe a pillow program. or something, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Pillow with eyes. <laughs> 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 awesome. Well, thank All you so well, much great. for showing. You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Take care, guys. Yep. Thanks so much. That was so cute. All right, next up, we're going to check in with Jeff. Jeff, you want to get yourself ready? We'll uh, get you here started. If you want to show any screens, you can go ahead and get that started as well. Here we go. Let's oh. jump in right. see what Jeff is up to.
5: Well, um, for 2021, one of the new hobbies I decided to take up was circuit sculpture. And so this is my second circuit sculpture. Got a pico here, got some neopixels here. But basically, uh, you have to create a shape with a brass rod and then solder it all up. And run a little software with it, so it's showing rainbow patterns, which it's a little hard to see. But uh, yeah, circuit sculpture is a fun little discipline. Uh, kind of increase your skills at soldering, and you know, create something maybe that's pretty. So I'm going to finish this up by putting the board kind of inside the circle, and then figure out how to hang it on the wall. That's the idea, and it'll just do rainbows.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Did you use like a like a printed brick or something to get that the circle mm-hmm. shape?
5: So it's ruined now because uh, the plastic stuck to it in parts, but I created a 3D printed jig that I could lay the rod in and give it the bend that I needed and lay all of those four LEDs in it. And this is like based Brilliant. on various ideas that I've run into online. And uh, yeah, I just can't wait to come up with another good idea and figure out how to do it. So. That's so awesome. I, I recommend you check yeah. out. I will drop a guy's link, a link to a guy who has done a presentation about this in the Discord if you want to learn more because that's kind of where I got started.
1: Yeah, Excellent. I think we know who you're talking about I like the little jigs and stuff they use for that. It's pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. That's great. Definitely want to get in that. It's so All
0: cool. Right. Awesome. Well, let's Yeah. Thanks, All Jeff. Right.
5: That's what I, I got. See you it. later. Thank you. later.
0: All right. Next up, we're gonna check in with Dan. Dan, if you want to get your stuff ready, we'll Dan
6: uh, get you started.
0: Has a really cool
1: hack on figuring out how to get, uh, to figure out which pins are on the Pico.
6: Right. So this is like the lowest tech thing. <laughs> it's
1: super useful though.
6: Yeah. So these. Are, this is a Raspberry Pi Pico, which uh, we're fond of, very fond of right now. But if you look at it, it really, it, the, it doesn't have any pin labels on top except. It labels pins one and two and pin thirty-nine or something. It's like, well, what's pin is which, and I have to count. That's just terrible. If you look on the on the bottom, it's got a lot of information. But if you put something in the breadboard, you can't see it, and you can't put the you can't put the uh, headers on upside down because the button is on the top. Yeah. So it's like, ah. So yeah. I was starting to wire something up with one of these, and I got really frustrated. You can use one of these charts. There you can print out on the web, but I said that's. I already have trouble, like when I look at things now because I'm in my sixties. I don't focus close, so I have to wear like one of these things all the time <laughs> to see what's going on. Like I have I have 20/20 vision six feet and greater in front of me, but not, not six inches in front of me. Yeah. So what I did is I said, well, why don't I take this 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 paper thing, and then I'll just shrink it, and I'll put it. Um, underneath, I'll punch, I'll I'll make it exactly the same size as um, the Raspberry Pi Pico and just have this underlay underneath here. And it does cover up the pins on the breadboard or the holes on the breadboard, but you can figure out where they are. You can, if you just poke with a jumper, you can find the holes really easily. (laughs) So now I have this great thing that labels all the pins completely. It looks a little funny, but if I want another one, I'll just print one. And all I did was take the PDF of this original thing and did a little measuring and said, Oh, it looks like it's about 55 and a half percent. And I just, yeah, I just printed, I just put that number in the print dialogue box. That's all. That's so you can try number number yeah, to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll put, I'll, pu- I'll, uh, I'll put a link into about this, about this in the, in the li- in my broadcast chat and um, maybe put it on Twitter too. And John Park, did something similar but much much more sophisticated. He can show that later if you
1: want. All right. Yeah, it's such That's a there. brilliant, like low tech uh way to solve that problem. Even with the pins on the back, I still get it wrong because the way it's offset, you know, because mm. that the standoff hole is right there, the mounting yeah. hole. I still get it wrong. So it's like, dang it.
0: <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, well, thank we you for the tip, welcome. Dan. That was great.
6: You're welcome.
1: Okay.
0: Thanks, Ann. All right. Next up is JP. All right, JP. If you want to get your stuff ready, we'll get you in here and we'll get started. Right That's on. A, hey guys, Pico I, themed project.
4: Yeah, you know, first I gotta say I love how the one of the defining things about the Pico, much like one of the defining things about the Arduino, was the weird pin header spacing. <laughs> Now, one of the defining things about Pico, like add-ons and stuff is like, how are you going to solve? We can't see what pin we're talking about. Oh, man. Um, And and maybe that'll change the future, but but it is fun to (laughs) to try to solve that. Uh, I actually, uh, the project I'm working on Today, and I'm going to be showing this on, uh, I'll show it in a second. I'll be showing this on the workshop show tomorrow and, and building this yes. and doing a, a project. I actually do have like a real minimal version of one of those Pico hacks on it. Uh, and I, I can probably show that up close tomorrow. I don't think you'll see it today, but okay. I'll, I'll, <clears throat> that I'll
0: yeah, definitely uh, so everybody tune I'm in for
4: that. Is one of these um, sort of demo boards. We've done this sort of thing before when we did Cricket, we we built a big cardboard demo board so that we could uh, show a bunch of different motors, essentially types of motors running. So you can see, I've got solenoid, servo, uh, DC motor, and a stepper here, and then I've got a couple buttons. And I'm laying this out maybe on, uh, I might do it this way in the end, a few breadboards so that things aren't all crammed together so we can show like, here's the the little MOSFET that drives our solenoid and I've got a little, uh, H bridge motor driver here for this, and I've got uh stepper driver here. So I'm kind of laying all these things out, and it is all being run off of this Pico, uh, which is running in circuit Python. Uh, the buttons right now actually, these are some lit arcade buttons that we uh have, and what I've done is I've just run them off of the DC five volts that's powering everything, so they're not they're, their lighting, isn't anything that the Pico is controlling, they're just on. Um, But what I did is this red one is uh, gonna ground the reset button uh, because there's not a reset button on the Pico. So when I press this, that's gonna restart the code. Uh, And now you'll see it's gonna go through and do a few of the different uh, little startup tests that I have. So I test out the solenoid, I test out this little servo motor here. Uh, It's gonna do like a little gradual step thing to zero and again to 180. Uh, Then we'll run the motor forward and backward at a couple of different speeds. And then finally, we'll start spinning our little uh, stepper again there. So uh, what I may do, and uh, if I get this done tonight, I'll I'll show this on the workshop show tomorrow, is use this blue button for something because right now it doesn't do a darn thing. It's fun to push. Uh, But what I may do is have it step between the different demos. So you can have it just running one of them until you hit the blue button and then move on to the next one. So um and the idea behind this of course is to to create some nice fundamental how-tos that people can reference when they probably don't wanna put all these things into one project, but maybe one or two, and they're just looking for, hey, what's some sort of simple CircuitPython code that I can use to run a DC motor? And I'll I'll include that in there. So it'll be little snippets and little descriptions of how these things work. So uh, it's all built on a couple slices of foam core that I glued together and I stuck a Raspberry Pi logo on there for style points. So uh, that's what I got.
1: That's awesome! I've been waiting for this. Actually, when I heard you uh, working on it, it's like, oh, yeah, I made okay, that servo code. <laughs> this right <is> on.
4: Great, <laughs> good, good. Uh, yeah, and I, think I, I mentioned, you, like I said, you might not be able to see it, but what I did on this particular Pico to understand what was what is, I used white header pins, and I painted the um, voltage pins oh, red and the ground yeah. ones black, so I can at least see them kind of from the side of the breadboard. Um, so that's one version of, yeah. of the different. Um, tricks I've used and the one visualizer. That, yeah. Yeah. A little visualizer. The one that Dan mentioned, I've shown this before on, on show, tell what show it yeah, again. This is too. one where I, uh, added some 90 degree header pins, two sets of them. So there's, there's, it comes out at a right angle, then back down at a right angle. Uh, and then I taped a little printout that I did with, uh, with some of the pin, pin IDs on there. That's my favorite one to use because it's on a breadboard. I can see what's what, um, and plug straight into it as if humans were meant to use these things to their projects.
0: <laughs> that's great. I like how it's oh, turning into like Jesus. the Pico header tip oh. tower. This is great.
4: <laughs> and no, and no offense <laughs> to the Raspberry Pi. We love we, what you've
0: done. This yeah. is. I was uh, yeah. uh, complaining about yeah, yeah. the little <laughs> I think it, degree thing here. Yeah, My 3D print something. <laughs> I like, haven't well, done. All right. All right. <laughs> well, well, thanks, John. John and everybody, you. don't forget to yeah, tune in to the show tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. tomorrow. Right on. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much, guys. See you. Yeah. So, all, right. all right, next up, we're checking with Scott, if you want to get ready, and uh, I'll call you up. Just going to call it out.
1: Another pico theme project, this time with audio. Hello. Oh, this one, too, I cannot wait for.
7: Yeah, spoilers. So uh, I'm one of the lucky folks. I actually have a prototype oh. feather for the RP2040 there. Uh, don't mind the cat hair, if you can see any cat hair. Um, but what I've got s- set up here is actually a Stemma speaker. And if I just hit the reset button, and I'm gonna move it back so you can hear it. Um, so the scratchy like record player sound is not deliberate, even though if, if you like that, <laughs> good for you. Uh, it's because it's <laughs> the way that it's happening is it's it's done using PWM and I'm not an analog person. So I'm literally just like directly doing the digital signals into the speaker. Uh, you can use a low-pass filter, I think, is the right term, uh, to make it sound a lot better. But uh, I'll play it again just because it is a sh- it's a short clip. Use it's actually the boot up for the uh, Jet Player example. So it's playing a WAV file from the from the file system there, uh, using PWM, uh, which is what I've been working on. And uh, I2S should come shortly after that, and I2S will be uh, better quality too, hopefully. So I'll just show awesome. you yeah, like
1: I mean, another thing. one I've been waiting for. Great progress!
7: Yeah, yeah there's, there's another look so at it. Cool, and I can't wait
1: for that feather. Yeah, me too.
7: I know it's it, it's really nice. I I use it. I've been doing all my development on it, so it's it's super solid. Awesome! Thanks. so much Excited for to see comments. new boards. I've got I've got work to do before we can have a lot of boards in CircuitPython. So that will <laughs> be exciting. Cool.
1: And then you'll have a lot more cool stuff on your show on Friday. So everybody, please tune into that as well.
7: Yeah, take, take questions, and we'll definitely go over the audio work and uh, yes. then talk about probably the the stuff I have to do for more boards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Always a fun time. Uh, Thanks, Scott.
7: Yeah, that'll be good. Thank you. Get, All right, Scott, catch you later.
0: All right, next up, we're going to jump in with Mark Gambler. If you want to get ready, we'll check in and say hello.
1: And I think by popular, popular requests from Mark, you got to do a, jump, a drum roll.
8: <laughs> right now? OK. Hey, here's mark. For mark mark here go. <laughs> hey, mark? you go thanks a lot that's the best intro i have ever gotten. <laughs> uh, i'm gonna share my screen here uh if you guys can show it so i've been working on something when i noticed there was an example in the pico about uh building a logic analyzer oh. so while i was doing some work for circuit python uh i don't have a logic analyzer so i thought this is a good time to it right out. Uh, so, this is just a picture showing the setup. Um, nice. The Pico at the top is just hooked up to a BME sensor, it was hooked up to a NeoPixel strip earlier. And I've now modified the example. Uh, I don't think I can make PuTTY go any bigger, unfortunately.
1: Oh, no, I can um,
8: Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you can now set I want to capture starting on pin 17, two pins. Uh, at two megahertz um, trigger on I think low and go. And now when I go to the circuit Python running on that other one, all I have to do is start it. And of course it's not working because things are live, Um, Ah. but whatever Uh, I wasn't going to, All you'll see is a lot of data streaming here, which then you'd have to capture uh, through Putty does it? There's lots of software to do it. But then the best part is you can pull it into pulse view. So I captured this earlier. You can put the I2C decoder on it. And now I can see everything uh, that came out uh, right from the Pico and now see it easily uh, in a graphic format. Uh, This was... uh, NeoPixel earlier, you can just throw the
0: decoder
8: on it. Tell it which pin had it. And there's all the data I was sending to the NeoPixels.
1: Nice. Uh,
8: It works amazing. It can work up to the full chip frequency. So I was capturing at uh, 125 megahertz, which is more data. I think the sample was at like for WS2, 2812, it's like huge overkill, uh, but yeah, so $4 and you can have a logic analyzer now.
0: How oh, freaking cool. <laughs> that it sounds like that's so, uh, yeah. something that
8: Scott would do, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: great. So right, yeah, I'm hoping
8: comments. to uh, post up the code tomorrow.
1: I was just gonna say, whenever you have
0: the link to it, please post it. All right. Cool. Yeah. Wait, we're we're sure. All right, Thank so thanks for market. checking in. We'll check with you next time. Though. I think he deserves thanks an outro for that too. Right. Uh, <laughs> what would an outro be? Not a joke. No, okay. <laughs> thanks so much.
8: That's Mark. all I got. <laughs> thanks a lot, guys.
1: Next up is
0: all right. Next up, we'll check with Timon. All right, Timon, if you want to get ready, we'll uh we'll we'll bring you in here, and here we go. Hey, hey, hello. Hi.
9: I also have yet another Pika project. Um. Oh, surprise. Hi, <laughs> these, uh, actually it actually was already on the newsletter, but um, yeah, I found these oh, yes. on yes. on AliExpress, which are quite cheap. And normally these only have like uh, white and warm white IDs in them, but I've seen in the product picture that they had RGB in there and it wasn't just one color, but it was multiple yeah, pixels. And that got me quite intrigued. So I ordered one and um, yeah, it turns out it's just, yeah, new pixels in here basically uh, or something compatible and um i ripped out the original controller which is uh this focus is yeah i don't know what i see that was before but yeah also some just a microcontroller and some mosfets um because yeah this is white and rgb so it has like one not smart um led ring in here that just does normal photo white white and i then hacked in into the controller housing uh, at Pico, which I can show you after the demo. I don't want (laughs) to damage it and just focus, but I will show you later. I'll just show it to you. And let's see if that will be visible. So I think, the yeah, my lights will drown this out. So let me turn them off here. And I think the best effect for this, if you actually use it as a photo light, um, put it up to my face.
1: Yeah, really cool. <laughs> they get that really cool oh, ring in the eyes, yeah.
9: <laughs> uh, I really like how this looks. Not an Instagram um, filter. <laughs> Hashtag no filter. And <laughs> I think it's really cool for, like, if you do movie stuff, like, it, it's, it's quite sci-fi. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Holy uh, it's, crap,
1: it's, it's, yeah. It's It uh, completely Thomas. changes the mood, yeah. yeah, or the theming of it. Yeah. It's Space really
9: Thomas. nice. So yeah, this was really fun. And um, I can quickly, so this runs, of course, Circuit Python, And um oh, hit the wrong button and closed my file one second I want to show and you as you mentioned this was also... on the newsletter
1: so if people missed it definitely make sure to subscribe to that so you can get all the latest on all the cool projects that are posted every week this is really long uh, awesome.
9: yeah it also does uh, this is pwm dimming mm-hmm. of just like the normal photo light and you can mix these two of course together um and also has a warm light in there. So this is really quite versatile for, like, I don't know, whatever you want to make um, and requires a ring yeah. light that does a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, like, excellent it has like, a zoom camera. It looks like what you need is, a, like, some sort of mount to put on top of your monitor display, wherever your camera is.
9: It's great. Yeah,
0: great find yeah, For sure. Yeah, And I All can right.
9: quickly show you what that looks inside. So I wanted to find a way to, um, like, I, I can I want to make a PCB that like fits well in here, but I want to find out a way for like people to reproduce this quite easily. So I um, looked at the Pico because that fits in here quite well and I actually milled a little PCB that reproduces like the button layout. Of the original board and. um, Take this out completely, you can see here Pico on the back. And the funny thing was that, like, you, you can see these pins in here, these pegs, and they are the exact spacing of um, the two holes next to the USB of the Pico. Huh! Wow. So that, that is fits like in perfectly. So it's that just, is crazy. I can just yeah snap fit this together, and That's great. Uh, yeah, dude, yeah, so, that uh, is very easy. And everyone can solder this. You just need some side cutters, and then can hack huh. it in there. I will put I'll up my totally PCB files it. for that, and. Oh, okay. You can all of yeah, that yeah, from yeah, GLC, easy. actually, with like SMD assembly and stuff for quite cheap. So. Okay. Hopefully very accessible. Very hack. cool.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to do this. This is awesome. Such a great way to light things up. You know. yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you so much.
0: All right, Timon. Thank you so much Thanks. for sharing. that. We'll uh, check in with you next great. time. Yeah. All right. Next up, we uh, are going to check in with Ethany. If you'd like to get ready, uh, we'll get you going here. Hello and welcome. Hey. Hey, guys. How's it
3: going? i did all good. right. How, How are you doing? Good. Um, it, it's pronounced Etienne. Sorry. It's a French name.
0: Oh, Can that's fine. Yeah.
3: yeah. Sorry. Uh, so I am coming from a, a pop up makerspace we made here in uh, Richmond, Virginia about a little, little less than a year ago in April uh, to make PPE for local healthcare and essential workers. And by the end of April, we had pulled together close to 50 volunteer makers from the Richmond area, um, some of them 3D printing, some of them coming in here to our shop and uh, and producing face shields and other PPE equipment. And uh, I wanted to show you, we've got a small Ender 3 print farm we've set up this past weekend that's, uh, that's making these... Uh, these little head straps for putting behind uh, face masks and holding the, holding the straps off your ears. And we've also, we just hit our 35,000 face shield mark. Um, we've been producing, we've been producing these reusable um, uh, foam pad style face shields here in the shop um, and we've gotten a, our process nailed down to where we're doing it. A face shield every 30 seconds with just uh just about two or three volunteers working it so um so yeah just wanted to like sh- show you guys what we've been doing we've been very inspired by by adafruit and all of the local maker groups here in richmond that have reached out and supported us this past year
0: that is
1: awesome excellent that's great thank you for sharing that yeah that's an awesome uh, space there and all the pictures are great you.
3: yeah it's a it's amazing when you push yourself, especially with like off the shelf 3D printers. Uh, here, I'll, let me go back here and show you our queue. Um, how we've actually built a community around learning 3D printing. Um, this is this is our assembly queue right here. You can see um, shield shield brim parts in various stages of assembly and we I think we've got about 2000 in the queue right now that we're processing through, uh, but it's uh for us, it's just been, like I like said, very inspirational, and to have the have the support of the community, and to be able to help our healthcare workers, and even our essential workers like our our local transit authority and uh, and our retirement communities, um, it's really put like it's put some oomph into into making for a difference, and not just hanging around the shop all the time.
1: Yeah, no, totally. Uh, it's really cool that you guys have like this really cool work process, like the workflow down. Um, have yeah. you guys thought of like documenting that? Like when things come a
3: little bit? We've been working with Nation of Makers um, to, oh, okay. to help help with their outreach. Uh, they, they have worked on um, doing what you just described, getting groups, small groups that have found success. Um, okay. And for us, it was really sustainability. So we mm-hmm. we actually set up a nonprofit and and okay. built a built a, a business around this specifically so that we could maintain funding, keep keep mm-hmm. the lights on, and, okay. and really build build towards the end of COVID and not just making something for making something. And yeah. and it's it's going well. Uh, our thing right now is uh, I think a lot of people didn't plan on it going this long and so you know it's it's a year ago we we were trying to convince folks that we have to stick it out now we're we're looking at how do how do we stick it out and how do we keep keep uh keep moving forward with this project uh we're we're hoping and we're already putting plans in place to to pivot what we're doing here uh to going back to what we originally wanted to do at the beginning of 2020 which was uh build a stem space here and to, to teach local local middle school, high school, and, and adults, um, students, uh, how to 3D print, how to do machine learning, how to how to build robotics, including, uh, I think I've got one over here. We're working on this. We're getting involved with the Ducky Town project out of MIT. So we've been building little, spots uh, there it is, yeah. with the with Jetson Nano tops nice. on them and everything. So... Um, we're hoping to be able to get a program like that going maybe virtually by the end of the year so that we can, instead of doing what we want to do is bringing people in, we can start pushing ourselves out to, to YouTube and, uh, and other forums.
1: Oh, that's excellent. Thank you for all that. Yeah, uh, please yeah, post the link to, to the makerspace and all the I other, will. uh, in the discord. Yeah. yeah awesome. how,
3: if you, if you use the hashtag, make it through on Facebook, you'll find our stuff. And uh, goodworksociety.org is our is our is our umbrella organization where we're coordinating with uh, groups in North Carolina, here in Virginia, um, even down in Atlanta. So um, check that out. But it's great, and I just awesome. want to thank you guys. Like I got into 3D printing five years ago, and having uh, having having advocates like you out there that make it fun and and. You know, Wednesday, I sneak out of my Zoom meetings and, like, come and watch, oh, come and watch your your 3D show. So, wow, um, appreciate so that. really, thank you so much, and, and keep that up.
1: Oh, thanks so All much. Right. It's what gets us through it, yeah. actually.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thanks so much.
1: Yeah, thank definitely you. post the
0: links. Yeah, and, be, we'll do- you know, feel free to stop by with more stuff, more projects and things. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much.
3: We got, got a pie game here. playing with. I'm sure we'll have something to show with that, too. Oh, totally.
1: <laughs> Thanks all so much. Right. All right. Thank you, guys. And I think that's gonna be it for the show until thank you all for showing and telling all the awesome projects you guys are working on. Uh, don't go anywhere. We got like two minutes till uh asking engineers coming right up. Lots of cool new products, all the news going on in the community, and a lot more uh like secret stuff that Lamar and P were on. Can we see that? More specifically,
0: stay on by in about one two minutes. All right, we'll catch you guys later. See yeah.